Tyron Lewis Jr. out for the season for the Pelicans. What does his recovery timeline look like? And then who steps up in the meantime? This was a guy that was starting to come into his own. Now those shoes need to be filled. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Friday final show of the week. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for y'all wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. So subscribe, tell a friend about the show as well, and leave a five-star review with a comment. Those are all wonderful things to do to support the show. Help keep this free and five days a week for you all. No paywall, anything like that. Just Pelicans Talk. Monday through Friday. And today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. All right, so we're kicking off today's show on sad news, like really sad news. Second year guard Kyra Lewis Jr. is... Uh, the Pelicans announced today that he is out indefinitely after suffering a torn ACL and a grade two MCL sprain in his right knee. He had an MRI done last night at Oshner Health, which confirmed the injury. The injury uh, occurred during the second quarter of the game on Wednesday against the Denver Nuggets. A date for surgery has not yet been determined. So they're saying out indefinitely, but I think it's safe to assume and safe to say that his season is over. A torn ACL in your knee is a very common NBA injury injury, but one that takes 9 to 12 months to recover from with consistent and tough and hard rehab. This absolutely sucks for Kyra Lewis Jr., a guy that, and we'll get into the numbers here in a second, was really starting to come into his own a little bit, I think, as a player, and his past 11 games or so had been significantly better than the first part of the season. The good news is uh, most guys who suffer this sort of injury recover fully. You know, it's near 90% recover to play in the NBA again and don't really show significant effects of this injury on their style of play, on their speed, their stats, or anything like this. So assuming no setbacks or anything like that and all goes according to plan, Kyra Lewis Jr. should be able to get back out on the court for the Pelicans and contribute at some point next season, probably maybe after the All-Star game, something like that. But, you know, we're far away from figuring that out. You know, I've seen a lot of people say a lot of his game relies on speed. And yes, that definitely is a big part of the way that he plays. I don't know if this will necessarily severely impact that. You'll probably see a bit of a decline there. But by and large, talking to some people who are kind of injury experts when it comes to sports injuries, he should be okay. It's just a long, tough road. And something that you've got to, you know, handle your rehab. You've got to keep yourself right mentally. It can definitely get down on you. And it's very disappointing because over the past 11 games or so, you know, since he had been dropped from the line, uh, from the rotation for three games coming back in against the Clippers, he'd really started to show some growth. 
you know, he wasn't amazing by any stretch. Like, let's let's not confuse that. You could maybe say he was starting to put some things together based on his better play. But this is a guy who over his past 11th game, 11 games, averaged 7.7 points per game on six and a half shots per. He was shooting 48% from the field. The three-point shot was not falling. But two assists per game alongside a rebound and a half. And he was getting to the free throw line one time. He was starting to put it a little bit together. And if you break these out on a per 36-minute basis... You could argue that he was the Pelicans' best guard these past 11 or so games. Maybe that speaks more to the rest of the guard rotation than to Kyra. But look, he was definitely making some improvements. And that's what you want to see out of a second-year player. Probably thrust into having too great of a role, I think. You know, he probably shouldn't have needed to be that first guard off the bench at times for this team. You know, a spark plug on defense, you know, in his second year. Drafted 13th overall, he was a very raw prospect coming into the league, was going to need to take a lot of time to develop. This is a setback when it comes to this, but certainly not a derailment of his career and growth, but definitely a setback. It's just a very disappointing situation. It sucks, but the good news is he should make a full recovery. We'll hopefully be able to see him out there on the basketball court next season as he recovers from this and look I I do think this medical staff here in New Orleans is pretty good so we'll wait and see where it goes from here and hopefully no setbacks and it's just smooth sailing in his recovery and we can't wait to see him back on on the court but this does mean that you know there's a bit of an opening in the guard rotation for the New Orleans Pelicans so who is going to fill that who steps up do they sign someone got some names for you Let's talk about it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Truebill. You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill will make it easy for you. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And you've got a Truebill concierge and they're there to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't even have to do the work. So download Truebill, link your accounts. There's no worse feeling than feeling like you got scammed or seeing that renewal notice on your on your bank account statement. And like, damn it, I just threw away $10, $20, whatever it might be. It's, it's not a good feeling. So Truebill makes it easy to cancel all of that and save money. And Truebill has over 2 million users and it's helped save them over $100 million. Uh, don't fall for a subscription scam. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. We just went over the Kyra Lewis Jr. injury. Now we're going to talk about players that step up and maybe are going to replace him in this Pelicans rotation. So the question is who steps up, right? The guard position has already been a little bit rough for New Orleans this year. So they really need someone to step up and really couldn't afford to be even thinner on that. So I think the first option they may look at is is actually not going to be the one I mentioned. We'll mention him last, but let's talk about this one here. What about Jose Alvarado? Two-way contract player, undrafted, but they signed him immediately. They seem to really like this guy. Four-year player at Georgia Tech, where last year he was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And look, you see why. He's gotten very, very limited minutes in the NBA. He's only played 38, 
But when you think of him, when you've seen him play, right, what comes to mind? Defense. The dude is undersized, but he is an absolute bulldog on the defensive side of the ball and wants to go out and wants to defend and wants to disrupt and blow up opposing offenses. You know, they need something like that. The defense has been really, really poor this year. He's a guy that steps in and could immediately give you that energy that can sometimes help other players kind of feed off of. And so what you're hoping for if you give him these minutes, there's no reason not to. You've already got him here, right? Is can he score enough? His shot this year in the NBA has not fallen. He's 5 of 13 overall. He's 2 of 5 from 3, so there's some hope there. But his three-point shot was inconsistent in college. You know, he shot 39% last year as a senior, but the year before that he shot 33.6%. You know, so he's a bit inconsistent when it comes to that. He's not so much of a playmaker, though he did average uh, 3.6 assists in college, 4.1 his senior year. So he keeps the ball moving. He can get downhill enough to try and drive and attack, but he primarily was a three-point shooter in the ACC. But he did average 15.2 points per game on 10.8 shots. It's pretty good efficiency. If he can give you some of that, you could feel pretty good about him. I don't know if you could start him and I don't think he would be and I don't know if you could necessarily run him out there with Herb Jones or some of the lack you know the the not great offensive players that are here in New Orleans but I think this is a guy they're certainly going to turn to to at least give a shot to this is why you sign guys to two-way deals develop them and then see if they can make something happen in the NBA when there's an injury and they're they're called up so I think he has a chance to get some minutes and maybe carve out a role for him in the NBA What about another guy, though, that's already kind of tied to the Pelicans, and that's Jared Harper in the G League? You know, this is a guy who's been in the NBA a little bit the past two years with the Knicks and the Phoenix Suns. He's gotten a handful of minutes in the NBA, and in the G League, he's done really well. This year, he's averaging 21.3 points per game in 12 games so far. Those are pretty good numbers. Or Sorry, those are his numbers last year. Um, So he's done improving it in the in the G League that he can go out and score. He shot 40% from three last year. Let me pull up his numbers if I can while I'm talking here. Um, and it's kind of weird that they gave me the old ones there. Anyway, he, he's proven it in the G League. He's been there consistently. He's a, a known quantity. The problem is, again, his size, his, you know, undersized. He's five foot ten, not above six feet, really. That can really hurt the team. They're, they're already lacking in that department anyway. So... If he is not capable of giving you defense on that side of the ball, and I think you know that's something that you definitely do need to worry about when it comes to him, but it's a guy you've got, right? It's easy to bring him on over and see if maybe he can step up and play a little bit. There's no reason not to at least give him a shot or have him on your bench for a game or two. You need to sign him to a non-guaranteed deal to do that. But, you know, honestly, there's probably no real reason he shouldn't be doing that. Jared Harper this season in eight games, 22.6 points per game. He's shooting 38.3% from uh, from three on seven and a half attempts per game, averaging 5.5 assists. Those are pretty good numbers. Undersized, there's not a ton of upside there, to be honest with you. You would have made it in the NBA by now, I think. But there's no reason not to give him a shot, particularly because you need some more scoring, too. And that's kind of his specialty. But what about a guy that you... So, with Kyra Lewis Jr. being out for the season, I would assume the Pelicans will apply for and get a disabled player exception. This is basically just like an extra roster spot that comes with some limitations. You can only use it for players on one-year contracts. So, you could trade for a guy who's on a one-year deal 
uh, remaining and bring him into that and basically use that roster spot for him. You could sign a guy to a one-year deal. That's basically kind of how it works. One year's one year, that's it. So what about a guy like Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas? They brought him in last year. You know, he he's tweeting out all the videos of his workouts. He's hustling. He wants to be back in the league. It's a fun named player that it's everyone excited. You know, some instant offense potentially there. Maybe they kick the tires on him again because they need to do something to bolster the bench. The problem with all three of those guys that I just mentioned, Alvarado, Harper, and Isaiah Thomas, really undersized. And you're already starting that with Devontae Graham, so that could be a bit of a problem, that lack of size there. And, you know, other than Alvarado, defense is a little bit optional when it comes to Harper, I think, to a degree, and more so for a guy like Isaiah Thomas. But what about... A guy already on the team who's getting minutes, and that's Nikhil Alexander-Walker. You know, he's going to need to step up. He hasn't really risen to the the occasion just yet, but he's going to get a significant opportunity right now. And yes, he's under contract next year. They already picked up his option. But this is probably a point for him right now, this opportunity where it's a little bit make or break for him, I think. it's it's He's going to be on the team next year. He'll be getting minutes. But this is where he can really kind of define himself as a player and what he's capable of doing. And so of all the guys I mentioned, I think the minutes might go to him and he has a big chance to really step up. Please, Willie Green, for the love of like everything good. And you all know what I'm about to say, right? You all know what I'm about to say here. Willie Green, I'm talking directly, directly to you, coach. Don't, don't, don't play Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky more minutes than you're already doing. Don't. I don't want to see it. Sadoransky, 14.9 minutes per game. Garrett Temple, 18.8. They've both been bad this year. Don't play them more minutes. Get, like, at least give them to Nah, even if he's not good. Or if he's not good, give them to anyone other than those two. Don't give those minutes to Garrett Temple or to Tomas Sadoransky. Look, they're not mailing it in like Eric Bledsoe did last year. They're just not good. So I don't want to see them getting it. Like, pick someone with some more upside than those two guys because clearly they're not helping you win basketball games right now. But the Pelicans do have two games coming up this weekend. So let's talk about it. The Pistons, the Spurs. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better uh, better than a candy bar. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in real chocolate, amazingly low in calorie sugar, net carbs and fat and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. They even have a new eggnog flavored Built Bar and I kind of like the taste of eggnog so I'm really thinking about buying that. And by the time you listen to this tomorrow, I'll probably have put in another order. They have so many really good flavors. I love the mint brownie. I love the double chocolate and the salted caramel. Peanut butter brownie is my co-host on Wednesday. NBA, uh, John Krause's favorite. They're all good. I just got the ruby chocolate one in. That one's like an outstanding flavor. If you ever get a chance to try the coconut brownie chunk bar, just buy it. You can thank me later. I promise these things are so good. So grab a Built Bar during the holiday season to help kind of push you through holiday shopping, whatever it might be. And to give them a try, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, there's promo code LOCKED15 
for 15% off over at Built.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season long, more prompts, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march towards the playoffs, college bowl season is going on. You met money on the Heisman Trophy if you want to, but it sounds like it's going to be Bryce Young. And, of course, we've got the NBA season in full swing with games pretty much every single night. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Free money right there when you use promo code Locked On. Again, that use our promo code Locked On to get some free money when you sign up and make your first deposit over at betonline.ag. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games and even Formula One with a big race this weekend. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Who else is giving you replacements for Kyra Lewis Jr.? I'm not seeing it written about really anywhere. There's no other podcast regularly podcasting right now. It's right here. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube as well if you want to watch it there instead. And the comments are always fun on YouTube. I was in there talking with everybody yesterday. So if you've got some thoughts on who you think the Pelicans should try and sign or bring in to help this guard rotation now with the Kyra Lewis Jr. injury, let me know on YouTube. And don't forget, check out Locked On Saints. Host Ross Jackson does a great job of breaking down everything black and gold. Like That dude feels like an up-and-coming star to me. That's how good I really, really think he is. All right, so we got two games this weekend for your New Orleans Pelicans. First and foremost, please, please beat the Detroit Pistons tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Like The Pistons are bad. They have the worst record in the NBA. They've lost 10 straight right now. There's no excuse not to beat this team. There isn't, especially at home, right? Like, there's just no excuse. It might not happen, but there's no excuse not to beat this Pistons team. Not with the, you know, Kyra Lewis Jr. not being in there is not enough of an excuse to not beat this really, really bad Pistons team. Like, they don't do a ton well. They're not particularly well coached. They're starting to try and go with a bit of a youth movement, too, with Cade Cunningham. And maybe that's where, you know, things go a little bit wrong for New Orleans. He looks up and down this year, but he definitely has a bright future. And we've seen guard play has not been the strong suit of New Orleans this season. They do a couple of things well they get to the line and they force turnovers so they're going to get some easy offense because the pelicans like to foul a good bit at times right now right and then they're going to force turnovers and new orleans is going to have some empty possessions they cannot beat themselves like they can just not beat themselves like they did against the denver nuggets 22 turnovers you do that against this pistons team there's a good chance you're going to lose and then we are going to be filled with fury if that's the case on Monday's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Like, I will be pretty mad if they lose to the Pistons tonight. And then Sunday, you get the San Antonio Spurs. This is an you know advantageous game for New Orleans, too. San Antonio's on the second night of a back-to-back in this one. They have Keldon Johnson, who probably won't be playing after suffering a pretty rough knee injury the other night. He's out for their game, the first of two against the Denver Nuggets. So, you know, I look at this and it's like they should win this. Maybe he plays, but he's still going to be a little bit hampered. They have some guys that are doing well, right? Deontay Murray has done well this season, so has Derek White. But if they're not going to have maybe their third best player in Keldon Johnson, their second best player, New Orleans should really be able to take advantage. Their half-court offense is going to be key. The Spurs don't let you get to the free throw line. So New Orleans is going to need to make their shots. They're going to need to work off ball and cut in the half court to generate some offense because that's going to be a big, big thing. 
you've got to get out and try and score against this Spurs team. They're not particularly great at doing it. Their offense ranks 24 out of 30. So you need to just score, bury them early, and you don't give them a chance to come back in. But they're not going to foul you, so they're going to make you earn those points. I, I worry about that with the Pelicans to a certain degree, right? Like that isn't, you know, the half-court offense is not exactly their strong suit, and we see it really stagnate at times. Can't do that against the San Antonio Spurs. Popovich will find a way to beat you if you make it even easier on him. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans, this week of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Sucks, man, about the Kyra Lewis Jr. injury. Like, that just really, really is unfun. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, the daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I've been making a killing off there over at betonline.ag, too. So as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.